Yep. Hello, everyone. Welcome to All Things Youth Justice. I'm Jacody. I'm Jenny. And today we are joined by... My name is Janik, a.k.a. Big J from the Friday Podcast. Welcome, Janik. Thank you for joining us thank today. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Yourselves? I'm good. We're thank good. you. Good. We're good. We've heard some great things about you through our colleague, um, Krishna. Krishna. Yeah. So just would invite you over to just come chat with us. Thank you for having me. Um, I think it's going to be that therapy for me as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hope it's going to be a, I'm, I anticipate it's going to be a great session. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know what, about what we do, so we'll just go through it briefly. On the Youth Justice Project, Jenny, do you want to talk about so what we do? So basically what we do is we support um, young people that are involved in the youth justice system, yep. helping them get into employment, training yep. and education. So that's what we basically do. I think it's a good thing that you do because we need more things like this mm. for um, young people. Because I think at the moment, especially, uh, we've got the cost of living crisis. We've got like all these things going on. It's hard for the young people to find jobs. It's even hard for older people to find jobs mm. who yeah, have experience and stuff like that. So yeah, you lot are doing something very good and positive. Thank you, Thank you so much, Janik. Our key partners are the VRN. So shout out to the VRN. Hey. <laughs> um, and we work very closely with our Phoenix partners or the Phoenix program, Phoenix program and the VIP program. Okay. So those yeah. are all under the youth justice umbrella. Um, so let's just go straight into it. Yep. Um, tell us a bit about yourself, Janik. So my name is uh, they call me Big J. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a normal job. Um, I'm an MOT test at the moment. Okay. Um, run a garage with my brother and my dad. And my wife works there as well. Okay. Um, been through a lot, obviously, through the years. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm at a good place now. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently started a podcast, obviously. But we'll go into that, I think, a bit later. Okay. And yeah, that's it. I just have a family. I have one daughter, Aww. wife. Um, just come back from India. Oh, wow. That's where I went on holiday. And yeah, that's it. How old is your daughter? Uh, daughter seven now. Wow. And she loves. Um, she's our number one fan of the podcast. Oh, oh is she? she? Oh. <laughs> and she I think she? she's a podcaster herself, but nobody watches her yet. She really? Watches oh. her, and I watch her, so it's alright. She's practicing. Yeah, practicing. practicing. Mm-hmm. So you said you um, work at a garage. Yep, that's right. And do you own the garage or you work at the at the garage? No, so we own it as well. So my you dad own it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So Krishna explained that you have some history with the criminal justice system. Yep. Can you talk to us a bit about that, please? Um, okay. So when I was a bit younger my life was I think a bit different and um, I think for me it all stems down to I think I had ADHD but I was never ever diagnosed with it and I think I'm I'm 34 Mm -hmm. Mm. at the moment so Mm. I think when I was younger I think everything was different people didn't I had something but no one knew what it was so like going through school and that I did find it difficult Um, the thing is I wasn't I wasn't how should I say I wasn't I was actually clever and I, I knew what I was doing in school. I used to actually do extra like curriculum, I used to go tuition. Okay. So whatever I was taught at school, I kind of felt like I'd already been taught that at tuition. So I was, mm. I was in top set for everything, but okay. I was just very distracted like to myself mm-hmm. and to other students. Okay. And I just used to get in trouble and they never used to, used to know what it was. But um, yeah, because of that, then I think I just fit in with the wrong crowd. Mm. I didn't really... I didn't really enjoy studying, mm. apart from maybe business studies, because that's what I like. Mm. And um, yeah, then obviously got read, led down the wrong path mm. and just living life at 100 miles an hour and just doing bad stuff, badness. Mm. But now I'm trying to obviously do something positive in life. Mm. So um, yeah, when I was 22 or 23, I believe, mm-hmm. I went to prison for the first time. Okay. Um, 
at that time in my life, not many responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Had a job, but it was like day-to-day job. So I can go work one day and the next day I can miss out. Okay. I think I was just hanging around the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't have like, I didn't have, I didn't have like a, f- um, I didn't know where I was going in life. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I just, I was just doing, every, I, I, taking every day as it comes, but mm. it was just, I'd wake up and just it, bad stuff would happen on the day. So mm. I think just being around the wrong people. Mm. Um, Do you think it was like peer pressure as well when you were younger? Was it just... You know what? I spoke to my wife about this yeah. just before I came. And she, she said, for me, it's hard to get peer pressure. She felt yeah. like I'm the people pressuring other people. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I don't feel that. I don't feel like I did pressure anyone. But uh-huh. she, then, so she goes, it can't be peer pressure because you're hard to get yeah. pressured, like kind yeah. of thing. So... I don't think it was peer pressure, but I think it was just being around the wrong people. Mm. And I think it was just too much pride. You know, when you're young, yeah. you just mm. want to prove something to mm. everyone. So Male ego. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. think for you, being in the wrong crowd, yeah. um, just sort of, you felt like you needed to prove something. You wanted yeah. to show off a bit. Exactly. I think you, that was the main thing for me, to be honest. Because yeah. people say, oh, family, this and that. For me... Luckily, I had a good family environment. I lived with my mom, my dad, two brothers, mm. sister, mm-hmm. and we already had, always had food on our plate and roof mm. over our head. But I did start working at an early age as well. So when I was like 11, 12, I used to do paper round. Okay. And then I'm working at McDonald's as soon as I... Basically, I'm born in August, so mm. I was still 15 the time I started getting employed. Oh, yeah. okay. And I worked at McDonald's for a few years. Mm-hmm. So I did go down the employment route, but then because I was working as well, mm-hmm. and... In my free time, I was just doing like, we're just getting into stupid, sh- stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I was just living life at 100 miles an hour. And then mm-hmm. one day I went out, obviously got intoxicated, got drunk. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like had a fight, fight escalated, mm-hmm. ended up getting arrested. And that was the first time I went to prison in 2013. Oh, how long was your sentence? Um, at that time, the sentence was 13 months, but you only have to do half. So I was done six months um, behind the door mm-hmm. and then six months on tag. Okay. And because that was a violent offence and mm. it was to do with fighting and stuff like that, you mm. don't get tagged, obviously, so mm. I had to actually do the whole six months, which... Mm. At that age, for me, like, my dad, he came to visit me and he said I needed it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my dad is, like, he's strict. He's from an African background, so he's very strict. Yeah. That okay. He, he's very direct, so he goes, you know what, you're living your life at 100 miles an hour. I think mm. you needed this mm. to show you that what matters, like, you need to just slow down mm. and think about stuff. Mm. I think, you know, when... When at that age, like I said, I had ADHD and mm. I didn't yeah. get it treated or any medicine, so yeah. my head was just going at 100 mile an hour. So, mm. yeah, and then went to prison um, for six months, like I said. Did you learn anything in prison? Yeah, so the first time I went to prison, um, I'd done a course, mm. and the course was um, it's called Fast Fit. So, you're working in a garage, okay, and you're doing, and luckily, when I come out, mm-hmm. my dad had a garage, but. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to ask me about how did I get a job anyway. Yeah. No, did you, the question we're going to ask around that is, did you struggle to get like a normal job after you've had, after you'd been in prison? So I felt like I've been in prison now. Okay, I've done something bad, but I've done my fast fit course. My, we own a family business garage. Mm-hmm. But when I got out, like I said, my dad's strict. He didn't give me a job. Okay. Even though I got a qualification in prison mm-hmm. to do with the garage, mm-hmm. he didn't give, he goes, I'm Why not didn't he give you a job? He goes, that's too easy. He goes, then oh, you won't yeah. learn anything. Yeah. Then what's the point of going to prison? Got you. It's just, it's just going to go overhead. So I actually had to get a job mm. elsewhere. Mm-hmm. In a garage as well? No, it wasn't in a garage at all. You know, actually, it was hard to find a job at this time because obviously you've got criminal record and they ask and yeah. you can't really lie about it. So mm. 
it was really hard. But look, so I did like get lucky kind of because one of my friends, mm -hmm. Adela, she worked in um, recruitment at the time. Okay. And then um, she had um, a client who was looking for a uh, sales manager. Okay. And I had didn't really have any experience like that, but he was young mm -hmm. and I think he overlooked the criminal thing. He just okay. goes, you know, as well, I just want to say something. Like, I've seen like, a documentary as well that some, although you have a criminal background, some criminals are actually, I don't know how to say it, successful criminals are actually clever. Like, they yeah, have they a business are, yeah. background. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there's, you know, places in America, they actually employ criminals. Yeah, because uh, what we found on the Are You Justice project, mm -hmm. yeah. across both projects, is young people who are involved in criminality, they're building skills. But yeah. In negative sense. Yeah. Exactly. A lot yeah. of them are entrepreneurial yeah. and they have business minds. Yeah, yeah. But the only thing is that they want to, like you said, they want to live fast. They want to get their fast results money. fast, get fast money. money. Quick, yeah. And they then find themselves getting involved in things like drugs because it pays. Yeah. But it, it's, it's got a bigger price than what they can actually see. So they do have those skills. Um, what would be your message to employers? To employers, my message would be. Obviously, I know it's there, the, the stigma's there that there's a criminal, but you always got to see past that. And like you yeah. just said, like, if they apply their um, their learning and what they know into like, positive things, then they actually, they'll be better than your average worker. So do you think that people with criminal history should have a second chance? 100%, 100%. Why? Um, just because everyone deserves a second chance, to be mm. honest. It's not just criminal. Everybody deserves a second chance. Mm. And I think they find it more difficult. But also, even, not just criminals, so say, you, when you go to prison, mm -hmm. even that's a very big learning curve. Mm -hmm. yeah. For me, especially, my mom, my mom used to wash my clothes, cook me dinner. Mm -hmm. Like I said, mm -hmm. I had a good household. But when I went to prison, I had to wash my own clothes. The first time I ever washed my own clothes. Wow. We were cooking, cooking my own food. I was doing my own diet. Like waking up, going to sleep, I had my own timetable. So mm. that's the first time in my life. And that's another reason I think my dad said you needed this. Mm. And um, I think for me it was a bit late because I had it all nice at home. Mm. I should have learned all that earlier, but I didn't. But mm. after that, I think it humbled me. And then mm. I knew what my parents did for me. And Got you. I've been in prison twice and they always stuck by me. So I think family is a big thing for me. Mm. Yeah. And I know people. not everyone's got a good um, family around them, but mm. you need just a good set of people around you, just positive people, I think, mm. can change yeah. everything. I feel like people that can just, like, see that you can be better as well, like, yeah. mm. believing in yourself as well, that's important. Mm. Yeah, and yeah I, I do think and that. And also, yeah. like, when I came out, I started hanging around different sort of people. Yeah. Like okay. People who have got a, who've got somewhere to get to, like, who know, mm. who've got a positive message and they've just got um, something to do with their life, mm. not just laying around all day or like you said not getting into drugs actually yeah. doing something positive there's a saying show me your friends and i'll tell you who you are so would you say then that was true for you as a child when you were getting into trouble yeah. but it's also mm. true for you now as someone who's doing something positive and something great you the the the, the, the tribe and the people you surrounded yourself with yeah. one one set led you down the wrong, wrong path, path. Yeah. and then this current set they're pushing you to be better a better version of yourself yeah so like you i think you just it's a learning thing you have to learn so now i think I'm surrounded, so once a week I go to play poker with my friends. Okay. And the people who are on my poker table, yeah, they're all entrepreneurial, they all own their own businesses, they don't mm. work for anyone. Mm. Like, one of the guys is the guy who owns the podcast studio where I do my podcast. Okay. And there's another guy who owns his own, like, dropshipping business. There's just, like, good, positive yeah. people. Okay. And when I surround myself with people like that, it obviously influences me to do positive things as well. So I think being around the right people is definitely a big thing. I love that. Yeah. Are they all guys? Yeah, yeah, well, there is one girl mm -hmm. um, who's 
who's actually another co-host on the podcast. She's my brother's girlfriend, but mm. even she's got she's a very she's got a very good job. She's a very good speaker, listener. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's posit- she's a positive person as well. Going back to prison, did like your friends visit you? Or was it mostly just family? Um, my, my close friends visited me, but you, you know my close friends now. I just call yeah. them family anyway. You just call them family. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but okay. but. Not the people that I used to hang around with before. Yeah. None of them visited me. So wow. that mm. obviously is a big Shows, thing yeah. as well. That's consistent. Yeah. yeah. Like these guys who will be doing things with their friends, like my friend this, my friend that, mm. when they go to prison, they you don't know, yeah, you, you get, forget, yeah. forgotten you get forgotten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've, you've let the team down. The, the, it keeps moving. Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever you were involved in keeps moving. But in a way, it's, um, everything happens for a reason. Mm. That's um, for them not to come see me, then That's a positive. obviously a positive after. And I didn't hang around with them again. Got mm-hmm. you. Yeah. What would you advise your 18-year-old self? If I could earlier just hang around more positive people and not just, you know, the people I was with. I think the people was the main thing, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Because with my life, I, like I said, I had it all cushy, so it wasn't that bad. But it was just going at 100 mile an hour. And maybe getting advice or getting medicine for the ADHD thing. Yeah. yeah. But even now, I don't know. I've not been diagnosed. So I don't yeah. know if that's what, what it is. But mm-hmm. doing my research mm. and then the stuff I do to help me, I think that's what it is because now mm. I can, can control it a bit. So do you feel do you feel like you're still having similar experiences but you just have more knowledge and awareness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Definitely. And I can control it. Like When my mind starts going 100 miles an hour, I can mm. do something to relax myself. So Got you. Yeah, mm. it works. So your pra- your own personal practices has helped you with that? Yeah, well. yeah. Okay. Um, Jenny, did you have a question? No, I was just saying in terms of um, ADHD, like um, we sometimes go to the prisons, like yeah. we have like wellbeing events and one of the staff's members there said that like 80% of the people in prison have um, ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. I've I seen that, to yeah. be honest. But is that, I think, you know, that age group, yeah. there, none of them have been diagnosed. Yeah, they've no. not been diagnosed. No. Yeah. Also with like anxiety, like, you know me, when I went to prison, before I went to prison, yeah, mm. inside, I was dying because I was thinking, how can I stay in the box? Because I have claustrophobia as well. Oh, right, and yeah. I, like, and I was getting anxiety like you know the first night in there Mm. I couldn't sleep I was thinking what is what is life you know what I mean I was thinking but then I think it's just the mindset when you're there you Mm. just just put your I don't know it's like a human instinct like there's nothing you can do that's going to get you out of this box Mm. you're in here so make the best of it that kind of thing Mm. did that give you time to reflect yeah 100% yeah what did you what decisions did you make whilst you were in prison how did that change your mind you talked about being more grateful for what your parents had done for you yeah. gave you time mm-hmm. to think about what they'd done for you yeah. what else what other decisions did you feel so you got to there um when i when i was in prison i thought when i got out i need to do i need i need a purpose in life basically i need to do something purpose important yeah. purpose is like the main thing like i felt i can't just come out and just do nothing or just mm. do the same stuff over and over again it doesn't make sense so i needed a purpose mm. and then i think another thing that helped me obviously get a purpose is when i had my daughter because oh, I got married and then had my daughter. Yeah. So mm. I think that changed everything mm. as well. So family and purpose is definitely something. Mm. And purpose is de- is another reason I started my own podcast as well. Because I thought, like, first, actually, the reason I started it, because I was, I'm into cars, obviously, as you can tell. Mm. Um, I was going to start a um, car review thing on YouTube. Oh. So I was going to review people's cars. Mm. But I'm lazy. I'm very lazy. So I didn't get a chance to do it. Mm. And then my friend opened the studio and he's a, a very good friend of mine now. And he opened the studio and everything was already set up. You just have to turn up there yeah. once a week and just get on a mic and talk. So okay. I started that um, with my brother and um, one of my best mates. Mm. 
And even with that, when I started it, we just started off with women. We had no plan, nothing. We just thought, mm. let's sit here mm. and talk like we're just sitting in a car or sitting at the pub and talking. Mm. So that it started like that, but then eventually we've got to a place now where I think we're getting good guests on who have positive mm. messages. Okay. And um, I've seen the demographic that watches it. is It's, it's a bit wide, but it's between 40 and 30, 14 and 30-year-olds. Oh, okay. wow. So like, there's kids in school who watch it, and mm. then there's people like, my, my, kind of my age, mm. so I just wanted to do something positive for them now because mm. I've done so much negative stuff in life. I feel like it's just all a balance. And now, if I can do yeah. something positive, even if even if I can change one life, I'll be happy. Exactly. That's what yeah. I think. It's a bit um, everyone says it kind of thing, but even if I can change one life, I'll be happy. Yeah, in my head. What's mm. the What's the podcast about? What do you guys speak about on there? So we, oh sorry, we just um, we try to just get. So it's basically, it's like a community thing. So we can get, if you have a business, mm. you can come on and you can promote your business. We can talk about it. We can talk about people. People just like to come and talk. Yeah. People like to come and talk and people like to listen. That's what it yeah. is. Mm. Um, and just positivity. We just like to send a positive message to a kid like me. I didn't have the best like school. And another thing as well that I try to tell people like, you don't have to go through the education system. There is another yeah. way. Mm. Yeah. You don't have to sit on a desk or mm. there, there's always there's always like um, there's always another yeah, way basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. I just want people to know that there is another mm. way, and also that if you didn't make it through school, it doesn't. It's not the end of the world. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. true. Yeah, because mm. yeah. we have a lot of people coming on. They didn't even go to school or they mm. didn't make it mm. through the whole system. Maybe they went. Like to secondary school, then they just started working on that. But mm. sometimes you just have to take a risk in life, innit? Yeah, mm. and I, I feel like it's just having that discipline and being yeah. like consistent with like everything that you do mm. will take you far, you know? Consistency yeah. is key. Yeah, it's mm. key to a lot of things. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so, what are you doing now to get? So, you, you've talked about the podcast. Yeah. So, what are you doing like in terms of like work? Speak a bit more about that. How did you get finally get into that? Because you said you, you started off as a sales manager. Oh, yeah. So, and actually, you know that job? I worked with Krishna there. Oh. Yeah, so me and Krishna, it was no, a little yeah. office. Got it's it. only this big, and we worked together. Got it was a, it was a very good job. We enjoyed it, to be honest. I enjoyed it very much. But I think, um, I think I was there for like a year and a half or two years, mm. and then my dad messaged me or he rang me because I wasn't living with him at the time. I think, mm -hmm. and he said, um, "I think the garage is ready for you now." Got that kind of, he didn't say we need you, and he didn't say it in that way. But he goes, the garage is ready for you. So mm. I kind of left that job and then went to the to the garage. Mm. Then ever since I've just been there. Mm. Wow. Um, what opportunities do you provide for um, young people within the garage? Just thinking about your past. Yep. Because um, I know that you have done some work with young people. So what sort of support mm. so, to give back? To be honest, a lot. Um, there's a kid, so we had a kid who's he's. 21 now mm -hmm. but he's been coming since he was like 13 or 14 okay. and he used to come after school every day okay. and he used to work on Saturdays and now he's a full full on fledged mechanic so oh. that's just one his name's Nathan and he's he's like just one and he, he just came because he lives around the corner from the, he, he didn't come through school or anything mm, he lives around you. the corner from the garage mm. and so ever since then we've always helped people mm. like I know you know sometimes especially in the garage mm. it's the experience that counts because you can't get yeah. paperwork that oh I'm good in the garage mm. the more experience you have mm. the better you'll get basically so I think since then we've just been helping people and we've had so many people coming in and out mm. and like I meet random people oh do you remember I used to work at your garage and like oh I'm doing this now mm. and they don't always go into mechanics but a lot of them are successful at what they've done. Mm. So I think 
and they always appreciate it as well. Of course. And like we get uh, we get calls all the time. Well, can you take this student? Can you take that student? Mm. And we just always do it. To be honest. Okay. Okay. We that's always amazing. say yeah. That's amazing. I think that's a, a big thing. People just need to say yeah and give people opportunity. That's right. That's right. Opportunity in this day and age because mm. opportunity lets people get um, experience. That's yeah. that's what it leads to. An experience leads to hopefully work mm. or yeah. career. We've got an event coming up on the 21st. We'll talk to you about that. Because you talked about um, if you don't want to go down the education route, yeah. there's always another way. Yep, and it's that other yeah. way because young people often see it as either education or crime. Yeah. Mm. Most of the time it's either, it's one or the other. Mm -hmm. But there is another way and that's a, path, that's a path of creativity, being entrepreneurial, networking, learning those skills and grafting, making 100%. your way up. But sometimes you don't know what you don't know. So they, that's where men like yourself yeah. need to come back and mentor these young men and say okay this is what you could do i know this person i can introduce you to this person you, you know young kids yeah i don't think they see that many paths like you said they only mm. see they yeah. right. have to go to a job or yeah. a school or whatever or mm. crime but there's a there's a big path in between yeah. that can because like you know when you go into prison they do um like railroad courses where you can work on the railroads and people didn't know that was a job before like before you go to prison they didn't even know that that job existed so there's a lot mm. of things that they could do but they don't see it so you just need to open the eyes that there is a big yeah. there's a big market out there for people looking for work mm. and it's you can get work basically okay. yeah and they always just want like the quick route as well isn't it sometimes yeah. it takes time like yeah. it takes consistency and exactly. time it's not everything is not going to happen overnight mm -hmm. 100% yeah that is true well yeah. thank you so much for joining thank us thank you no problem yeah, thank you for yeah. having pleasure honestly yeah until next time yeah <laughs> <laughs> peace that was quick yeah i'll just find them and do that <laughs>